Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. Today, our topic is the fortress of porn. I call it the fortress of porn because porn is something that's taking over the whole world. Some statistics say that men struggling, uh, men who struggling with porn is, is, is anywhere between 60% up to 90%. And women who uh, who are struggling in porn is anywhere between uh, between 50% and 80%. So I don't know which statistics are right, but I was in the room with at least 30, 40 people, and I asked this question: uh, Have I want to see hands who struggle or currently struggling uh, with porn? And 100% of all the rooms went up and said, "Yeah, I've struggled," or "I'm currently struggling." Now. Porn is something that's been the hardest to conquer in my life. And I don't want to go back to my childhood and say, well, it happened because of this and this and this, even though there is reasons, there's always, there's always trauma or something happens in life. And it happened to me when I was 12, 11, but I don't want to focus on that. I want to focus on afterwards. Whatever happened already happened. Whatever is in your past is in your past. Now, I want to talk to those people that are currently struggling with pornography. So the forces of porn. Now, I've struggled most of my life since I was about 12 years old. Now, today I can say I am completely free from from that evil force that dominating your mind, your heart, and your body. And God has shown me uh, a revelation in the Bible that I have never seen before. And I want to answer these questions. Why, number one, why, the por why porn is so strong in people's lives? Why it's so hard to beat that and, and to say, okay, I'm not struggling with that. And, and how to overcome it. Now, I'm going to start with 1 John um, chapter 2, verse 15. And it simply says this, and I've read this verse many times. I'm not sure if I did it on a podcast, but it says this. Do not love the world or anything in the world. So it starts very, very clearly. There is nothing in the world for me or for you. There's nothing out there. There's nothing in the world that will, will fill your heart, your mind, your soul, your life, that will, will give you some sort of uh, uh, peace, joy, and, and something that will sustain your life. There's nothing. Do not love the world or anything, period, anything in this world. Because everything in this world, including our lives, are temporary. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father, that's Father in heaven, our, our God, is not in them. Very clearly, the Bible says that. And it says this, that everything in the world, for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. So there's three doors, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the pride, and the, and, and, and the lust of the flesh, eyes, and the pride of life does not come from the Father, but from this world. The world and its desire pass away, but whoever does the will of God will live forever. Now, as I already said it, that there is nothing in this world that you need that will fill your life. As a matter of fact, Bible says if you want to love God, 
then get away from this world. That means with your thoughts, your heart, your mind. Disconnect yourself from this world. Now, I want to, I want to start with this question. How do we love the world? How do we truly love the world? Um, and, and in order to answer this question, I want to go back to what Jesus said. And he said, you have to love me with your heart, your mind, and your soul. So he categorized the three things, right? You, he didn't say just love me, love me. No, he said, I want you to love me with your heart. And we start with our heart when we surrender our life to Jesus. But then your mind and your soul, I would say your whole being, your body, your everything that you do. Now, I want you to self-examine what is in your mind currently right now? What is in your heart currently right now? What, what is in your soul today? What are you going to do today? Just examine yourself. Is your mind full of worries? Is your mind full of uh, uncertainties? Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Uh, you know, with this COVID, with, the, uh, with jobs, with whatever that is. What is in your mind? Now, then I want you to think, what is in, truly in my heart? What am I putting in my heart today? And, and every single day, what is the, the things that I do mostly? Is it, of course, we work eight hours a day. But besides that, what do we fill ourselves with? You need to do self-examination and ask yourself, now, do I love God or do I love the world? Because if the most things in your mind is worry and the things of the world, you love the world. If the things are in your heart is just, just uncertainties, worries, or whatever that is, and, and, you, and you don't even know what's in your heart, well, it says in the Bible, out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth speaks. So how can we check our heart? By the things we say. Start examining, what do I say today? How, how do I say things? Is, is it gossip? Is it, again, is it things of this world or the things of God? So we love the world also, the answer to that, with our heart, our mind, and our being. The things that we do, our soul. Now, what's in this world, and, and the, the only thing the world has to offer is, is the temporary, I would say, relief. Drugs, alcohol, lust, porn, gossip, news. It's temporary things that we grasp and we, whoa, and, and it doesn't last. No drugs, no alcohol, no nothing. Nothing in this world will last forever. That's what the Bible says. When it comes to marriage, you might say, well, I got a, I got a lovely wife. I got a great marriage. Let me say this, that the marriage is the gift of God. God created Adam and Eve right? It is the gift of God from the beginning. And you cannot love your wife to the full, to, to the fullest, to love completely if you don't have the love of the father. So in order to even make marriage work, you have to have love of the father and you have to love God in order for that to work. Because otherwise we live in the culture in the United States and you know what's happening. Most of the people getting divorced. Remarried, 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 remarried. Now, do I ever stop to think, is this remedy from the world or from God? Do we ever even do this? Like if I, if I go to work and start playing music, do you ask yourself a question, is this music full of the world or God? 
when I turn on and play movies, is whatever I'm watching, is it from the world? Is it, is it destroying me, my mind, my heart, my soul, or, or, or building me? Because unless you do the self-analysis, and un- unless you understand the things that you do, we just go with the wind. We don't work on, on, on things to build our life. Wherever the wind blows, that's where we go. Now, but I want to focus on, on these three doors because I have never seen and, 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 and the revelation in the way that God has shown me. Now, for everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. So there's three doors that all the evil stuff that, that, that wants to control us come through. Now, human also has three parts in the way, three, three uh, compartments. I don't, I don't know how to say, say it. We have, you know, there, there's a body that we live in. There's a mind that we, we battle with things in this world. And there's a heart, right? Now, there is body. And as I already said, what do you do with your body every day? Where, where do you take your body to? Where, what are the things that you're involved with? And there is a mind, that's where the soul realm is. And most of the things and most of the eternal battles are happening in the mind. And then there's a heart, and that's where the spirit lives. Now, spirit of God can live in the heart, Holy Spirit, or other things can live in the heart, like pride, greed, and other things. Now, flesh will not let you go further because it will direct you, direct you towards evil if you let it. Your flesh wants to be here. This flesh is of this world. It's, this flesh is not going to heaven. It's going to direct you toward desires of the flesh. That's the first door. Or the first door, the, the eyes. But I chose, chose to talk about the flesh. Flesh will not, will not just wake you up and say, hey, let's go to church today. I'd love to go to church. Let's go to church today. Or hey, call your friend. Flesh will always direct you towards the evil if you let it. Now the eyes will not, will not let you see the destination that God has for you if it's full of other things, if it's full of lust. You see, the reason why devil wants the lust and, and wants this, these things to come in through those doors of your eyes because once you once you let it and keep doing it your destination will be blurry the things that God wants to do in your life and what he wants to do for your life will always be blurry you will always see through the broken lens of your eyes and your mind now but the pride pride lives in your heart it will not let you ask for help pride will say well you got it you don't need anybody they're all screw-ups. You're the one that's got it. Now, why are some habits are harder to get rid of than the others? And I, I want to start with, with the first one, would be drugs or alcohol. Statistics say this, that 25% in the United States, somewhere between 25 to 30%, depends on the statistic, have a problem with alcohol. And when it comes to drugs, Anywhere between 30 to 40% people have problem with drugs. Now, if I ask you, what door does alcohol come through or knocks on? Or like, hey, I want to be here. And my answer 
I don't know what your answer would be, but my answer would be that it opened, the alcohol opens the doors of, doors of your flesh, the desire of, of your flesh. Now it starts there. It only starts there. Let's say somebody say, hey man, you're, you're, you're a teenager, you're 18, you're, nine, you're 19, you know, I, I, I tried alcohol when I was 15 in my life. And somebody came and said, hey, you want to try it? It's going to give you a cool buzz. And first I'm like, man, yeah, cool. I want to see what that is, right? It opens the doors, desires of your flesh. You don't even know what that is with your mind, with your heart. You just wanted to feel buzzed. So it starts with that. Now, and when you satisfy your body with alcohol, do you know that it's never enough? It's never enough to just, okay, I got a little buzz. Cool. Awesome. It, there's, it leads to something else. It leads to, to lust, to sex, to pride. And when you, when you're really wasted, it, it leads to a big pride. You feel like a president. You got it. That's how it is. But it opens the doors, doors, desires of flesh. Now, now when you, I already said this, but when you're full of pride, pride is in your heart, heart. It lives in your heart. The reason why you're, you may be having trouble with asking people for help, for directions, for, hey, man, I'm going through stuff because your heart is full of pride. And that's another door. That's one of those three doors. And, and that is whatever is in your heart. I've said this earlier. Your mouth will speak out of the abundance of the heart. Mouth will speak. So you can either let Holy Spirit lives there, live, live in your heart. Or pride, greed, wants, whatever that is. Now, but when it comes to the porn, what doors are you using? And maybe I would in the other way, what, what doors does porn come through into your life? And my answer would be this. First, it is a desire of your eyes. You want to see it. But your eyes are part of your brain, actually. So it is the battle of your mind. It starts with your mind. Now, but here's the thing. Porn also comes through the doors of the flesh. Because when you're on porn, it's not enough to just look at it. You have to satisfy the cravings of your body with masturbation or whatever that is. Or maybe go look for someone. Now, but that's not, not the end. It also opens the, 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 the door of your pride because when you're looking at somebody else, you're devaluating, you're degrading someone else's life to bring yourself satisfaction. So porn automatically opens three doors, the desires of your eyes, the desires of your flesh and the pride of life. Ask yourself a question when you're looking at porn next time. What if that is your son, your daughter, your little brother, your little sister, whoever you love the most? What if they are the one in that screen? You see, porn opens three doors and it takes a hold of your whole body, your being, your mind, your heart, your soul, every single thing. That's why it's so hard to beat the porn right away. It's more spiritual than anything else. It is a bigger battle. That's why alcohol, 25%, drugs, 38%. When it comes to porn, it's almost up to 90%. And here's, here's the things. 
When all those doors open at the same time, it's creating more powerful force to keep you there. Now, you can also find that when Jesus went to the desert. He went to, to get tempted in the desert for 40 days. If you remember that story, the first temptation was what? The desires of flesh. Satan came to Jesus and said, hey, turn these stones into bread. It's a desire. You're just hungry. The second was, was doubt. He says, throw yourself down. The angels will protect you. He put a, a, a seed of doubt in him. Well, because if I would be Jesus in a moment, like, man, what will, if, will the angels protect me? Will, it's a doubt. It's a battle of your mind. But the third temptation was three doors at the same time. He says, I will give you the kingdom and all the splendors in, in, in this world. Now, I can give, give you all, all of it. That is desire of your, of, your, uh, of your flesh, the desire of your eyes, and is a pride of life. Because if you are the king of all the earthly kingdoms, you have everything that you want. All the desires of your eyes, all the desires of your flesh, and all, and all the pride in this life. You are the top dog. And Jesus said, get away from me. Jesus did, didn't try to fight him at that point. He says, worship God, get away from me, done. When, when Potiphar's wife came to Joseph and, and said, hey, sleep with me, Joseph did the same. He took off. What, in order to conquer porn, we need to love God with our heart, our mind, our soul, our being, every single thing. And, and yes, you might say, well, Yuri, it's easy to say that, but it's hard, it's hard to do. First of all, just try to run from it. Don't put yourself in the area. Don't put yourself, if you're lonely, by, in the house by yourself, hey, the devil will come right away. Hey, turn on, turn on that computer. So get away from those moments of loneliness when you're alone or nobody's watching. Try to avoid these things and try to start and now, and now analyzing, excuse me, your life, whether your heart, your mind, your soul, your body, your being is truly in love with God. Now, I've, I've always said this, that the natural and supernatural come together and creates a powerful force, right? Before you, before that happens, before forgiveness come, before surrender come, and before this void is, is filled with Jesus, you have to hit the knees. So first is, it's not natural things. Lord, I'm going to surrender my life. I'm going to get down on my knees. I'm going to spend time with you. It, 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 the choice is in the natural. But when you truly wait on him, it becomes powerful. It becomes this, this supernatural force. Let me say this, natural and evil also create, it creates a force. If you let your heart be full of evil, your mind full of worries, whatever that is, your body is full of this world, it creates a powerful force that will keep you in the fortress of whatever that is, of bondage, of sin. But natural and God will create a powerful force, will partner, God will partner with you and he will, he, he will make you grow spiritually. He will give you wisdom and life, understanding in life so you can be a better person, be the person that he called you to be. Now, as I close, I'm going to read this few verses in Romans chapter 1 from, from verse 21 uh, to 26. It says this, yes, they knew God, talking about people, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. 
And they began to think of foolish ideas of what God was like. I know that deep down inside, you know that there has to be something bigger than, than what you see, what your eyes can see, what your heart feels. I know when I'm talking to somebody, and even if it's atheist and say, nah, there is no God. If you're alone and, you under, and you're sitting by yourself, there, you, you know deep down inside that there is more. And that's what the Bible says. Yes, they knew God. They knew that there is more. They knew that there is more than this world and than, than this universe, yet they didn't worship him as God. And as a result, their mind became dark and confused. Claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools. And instead of worshiping the glorious ever-living God, they worshiped idols make to look, look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. What are you worshiping today? As a matter of fact, the things that are most in your life, whether it's video, images, right, that we scroll through, that we fill our hearts with, what, what is your idol today? In those days, they created images that they saw. Today, we look at those same images on our phones. Our lives are full of that. Now, so God abandoned them, it says, in another translation, it says, left them to their own thinking, to their own, under, to their own mind. To do whatever shameful thing their hearts desire. As a result, that they did vile, degrading things with each other's body. It's funny that as soon as we, we separate ourselves from God, our bodies dominate us. The lust, the porn, the greed, whatever that is. As a result, as soon as they say, God, we don't need you. We know you're there. We don't need you. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's body. Oh boy, we see that today. They traded, they traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself, who is the worthy of eternal praise and amen. And that is why God abandoned them to their own shameful desires. Even the women turn against the natural way to have sex and in instead indulge with sex with each other. You see, the moment we separate ourselves from God, our bodies take over. The earthly gods take over our minds, our heart. Today, the, the culture of today is byproduct of not having God in our hearts, in our minds, and in our souls. If you want freedom, run from that. But even more, even more, fill your heart, your mind, your life, your body with the things of God. Your job is to fall in love with God. Your job is to get to know who He is in your life. Your job is to discover the gifts that are already within you. He created you and put gifts inside you to understand forgiveness, grace, mercy that you have from Him. And when your body, your mind, your heart will be enlightened to, to, to live for Him, to love Him, lust will fall off. Some pastors said that the, the longest journey is from the heart to your mind. That's the longest disconnect. You cannot, we cannot have a good heart, but bad mind and love God. We cannot have a, a good mind, but deceit, deceitful heart. 
You cannot just love God with your heart. Oh yeah, God is there. Yeah, I love him. I feel like, yeah, he's there. Jesus is my savior. But your mind is full of this world constantly. Your mind, your heart, your soul, your body has to be following God 100% in order for the earthly things to fall off. We can't control our body cravings until our hearts and our mind is aligned. Love God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, your whole being, and then you will not live in the fortress and desire of lust and porn. This bondage, this cage that's constantly taking you back, back to this lust, to the desires and of evil things. Next time you watch those images, remember that someone's kid, that someone's daughter, son, child, brother, and porn opens three doors at the same time. Your heart, your mind, and your being. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine in you, be gracious to you, turn his face towards you, and give you peace and freedom in him. Until next time.